Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Watermelon Seeds Podcast. My name is Joseph. And I'm Ellie. And today we decided, like last week, we're just going to wing it today. And so we're going to talk about all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, might be a little bit of a shorter episode. It's currently 9, 10 on Sunday night uh, in the old digital studio. We've actually been in here since um, 7 o'clock. Why is that? What have we been doing since then? We recorded a song. Well, we're playing around with the music. We're playing around with the instruments. Ooh. Fun. Ellie is tired. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Uh, so we did that, and now we're here. We're going to talk to you guys about all sorts of fun stuff and have a great podcast episode because who doesn't love to talk about stuff? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> what was the best part of your week? Is this actually what we're doing? Yeah, sure. What else are we going to do? rather just do a filler episode than just having a week off? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like people want to hear. Quality over quantity. Mm, not in the podcast biz. <laughs> you you don't want to record? <laughs> no, I'm thinking. Best part of my week. Mm, what did I do? We don't have to do this if you don't want to. If you are like, then I can put on my lemon tea podcast hat <laughs> and just do this by myself. <laughs> what? Are you kicking me out? Well. Sleepy Miss Ellie is being a little sassy. Me? I'm just thinking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. Tell me a Should story. Do you have a chicken story? Should this whole episode just be a chicken story? No. People aren't. People are going to tune out. <laughs> what? Do you tune out of my chicken story? No, I don't. But people are going to be like, why, is it, why are they talking about chickens? <laughs> Okay, it'll be a short chicken story. Once upon a time, there was a chicken named <laughs> Ellie. And she lived in a nest. The end. There. Okay, well, now back to my That life. was too short. <laughs> now you, you got me intrigued, and now it's like she lived in a nest. Like, I could have predicted that. <laughs> no, you couldn't have, because this nest was cotton candy. Ooh, that she sounds was nice. a state fair chicken. Ooh. And she had escaped those scary state fair chicken coops where all the people watch her, and she lived in the cotton candy food truck. Really? He's yawning. He's tuning out. It's getting boring. <laughs> I'm not tuning out. I'm yes, just tired. Yeah. It's 9.13 now. It's only 8.13 according to Daylight Savings. Whatever. Daylight Savings going to eat me. <laughs> so anyways, this chicken... Just ate so much cotton candy that she had a sugar rush and Whoa. passed away. Really? <laughs> yep. Bye bye, Chicken Ellie. <laughs> um, the end. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> okay, back to real life. My favorite part of my week was earlier this week, I was in Arizona with my family. And it was so much fun. I got to ride a horse named Nas. Mm. It was really fun. And we got to soak in a little sun. And go hiking and hang out with my sisters oh this is fun this might be the best part honestly my little sister abby hosts the best sleepovers of your life <laughs> because her room is always organized and clean mine's not always 
<laughs> and so that's fun. And then I get in there, and she has like 18 pillows, and she just lets me choose from like an assortment of pillows and stuffed animals. And I'll start to lay my head down, and she'll be like, wait. And she'll adjust the pillows and like fluff them. And then she'll like let me put them back down, and then she'll give me her most precious blanket. And she'll cuddle me up with it. And then she'll make sure my phone's plugged in and my alarm is set. And then we cuddle and we go to sleep and it's the best thing ever. And I always fall asleep before her because I'm a grandma and I fall asleep in like three minutes. So I also don't know if she falls asleep. I'm sure she falls asleep after that. And yes, then in the morning I wake up and I say, bye, Evie. So yeah, I got to do that on Wednesday night and it was probably the highlight of my week. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Let's talk about was, siblings. No, what was the best part of your week? Um, the best part of my week? The best part of my week would be actually remembering my week. You know, I've been really bad about my one line a day. I've been like oh, really bad about no. it. Oh, you're probably still behind. Like a month. Day? I haven't done it for like a month. Oh, wow. Um, but let me think. Oh, oh man, I really am tired. Um, hmm. I accepted a job this week. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's huge. Are you kidding me? Tell us about your job company. My job company? Like the, your workplace? Tell us about your business. Ooh, the, I, your my employer. workplace is on the square. What does that mean? In Madison. Okay. I, this week, after um, a long time, I started job hunting long in time. September after a long time. I finally made a decision about where I'd like to work post-graduation, and that is going to be at Hope Community Capital in Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, my title will be Community Development Financial Analyst, where I will get to help and assist raising, structuring, and closing diverse capital sources. Um, and just get to learn all about what it means to help aid communities um, to just see thriving communities across the United States and help them implement real estate to make the community better. That's so exciting. I'm excited to do underwriting and to talk to all these cool people behind these buildings and hear the stories and the cities and um, the lives that'll be changed and just see real impact in front of me. So, excuse me, sir. What? Will your picture be on this page? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'll be. I'm part of the team now. That looks so exciting. I mean, if you were part of the team, would you want your picture to be on there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a really good experience for me. And I'm going to learn a ton. And, uh, yeah, I think the team is great. And I'm going to learn a lot from them. And uh, I'm just excited to. <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry. Sorry. I am very excited to move to Madison work. and Good. work with the team and get started and create impact. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. And you actually have a special opportunity to do intern work for a couple months yeah. before you start. So I feel like it'll make the transition in May so much more smooth. I agree. I'm excited for that for you. Thanks. Yes. Yep. So if any of you listening are in Madison, 
I will be joining you. Oh, you want to know another cool thing? Yes. So I will be living with my brother in Madison, which will be fun. I didn't know that. Um, but I actually haven't told you this. They're building a new gym in Madison. Really? And this gym is going to be like five stories. It's going to have a hockey rink in it. <gasps> it's going to have golf simulators <gasps> in it. It's going to have like three stories of equi- <laughs> weight equipment. Pickleball, basketball courts, like you name oh it, it has goodness. it. He won't even be at work. He'll just be pickleball and all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's exciting. But Connor can get me a sweet deal because I will be living with a Eau Claire student. Oh. So any like anybody. A, a Madison with. student. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be living with a Madison student. I understand. Go in Badgers. Madison. Um, and so because of that, I'll get to use a sweet gym. <laughs> What? <laughs> Just laughing at the little one block where I'm loud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, yeah. So, that's what's happening for me after I graduate. Any updates from Miss Ellie? Where Where is your head at? Let the, let the people hear about your internal, your external thought processing. Ah, okay, I actually will. So... If anyone's ever made a decision before about college or grad school, you know that location is important and cost is important. In fact, I would say those might be the two most important factors, Mm. honestly, because who really cares about the program? Whoa. (laughs) Well, okay, wait, that's that's not true. Like, it matters, but, like, if they offer the major, then I'm sure you'll have a good education. Like, they're not going to host a major and then only have one professor for it, you know. Oh, actually, I've heard that they do that here computer science whatever from in my master's case program i'm not actually sure okay just keep going my point is location is very important because where you live is your whole like it's yeah 24 7 you're living there <clears throat> and cost is important because it affects many years of your future and it sets you up good or bad so it's been hard because location wise i'm really tempted to live in texas what are your options okay so right now my options are ut austin Marquette, UW-Milwaukee, DePaul. I still haven't heard back from UIC. Hmm. Should check on that. Yes, those four. Um, and I would really love to live in Austin, Texas. However, that is very far from my family. So uh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if it's where you feel called. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's Milwaukee, which I would also love to live in, but a little bit less. <laughs> like, it sounds fun, but I just, like, have really been excited about Texas recently. And also, I guess I should say, the department is important because Texas has a whole college just for communication. Whereas at Milwaukee, I would be part of, like, the College of Arts and Sciences. So it's, like, one of many majors. So, yeah. Um, the other thing is money, though. Money, money, money. At Milwaukee, I would be able to go there for free. And get paid every year and get health care. And, like, pretty much I'd be making money. Yeah, you would be making a lot of money. And in Texas, I would be paying. (laughs) So that's the status. Nice. Here, here this might help you a little bit. Oh, tell me. So I I sent you this thing, right? Yeah. So what I did. Oh, I should do that, actually. Yeah, you should. Okay. What I did. Uh, when I was deciding what job I wanted to take, I made it, went into Excel, 
good old handy Excel and I was like, all right, I'm going to list out the most important things. Um, th- was something wrong? No, I just want to go get my sparkling water, but. Oh, I'll give it to you. Really? Okay, it's by the piano. Yeah, just go get it. Okay, thanks. Here, I got it. Oh, thank you. I'm a gentleman. I can't listen That's so kind. He is gentleman, that's for sure. Thank you. That's so nice. Okay, so when he was looking for a job, he made this Excel sheet. And because I wanted to put uh, numerical values to each of the most important things that I was looking for in my job. And so I took, well, how many are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So there's eight things on this list. And then I each gave them a percentage out of a hundred. Um, and then based off of that, I, for each company, I gave a rank from one to 10, 10 being the best, one being the worst on how I thought that the company did in this certain area. So the eight were mission and vision, um, the people, personal growth, professional growth, compensation, ability to relocate the work itself and current location. Okay. Um, so those were my eight things Uh that I, um, I should do that. Like make a list of the values or like categories and then rank both or all three of my options. Yeah. Oh, and DePaul. I forgot about DePaul. You said DePaul. Oh, good. Okay. And then I gave them a percentage. So mission and vision was 13%, people 15%, personal growth 10%, professional growth 18%, compensation 13%, ability to relocate 13%, the work itself 10%, and current location 10%. Should I be saying this in this podcast? Why not? I don't know. I think it's fine. Just don't tell us like which one won or like which one. Well, I mean, I think it's were. obvious which one won. The one I thought oh, I took. Oh well, yeah, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like not like what the other options were or like what the okay. scores were. I think it's fine. Actually, tell us the exact salary dollar amount that you're getting. Oh, <laughs> no. okay. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Well, obviously I'm not gonna. <laughs> obviously I'm not gonna do that. I wonder if Carrie's listening to this. Carrie, if you're listening. Ow! <laughs> I just hit my head. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, Carrie could very well be listening to this. Really? Did she listen? She listened. She listened to the grandma's one. Really? Yeah. Well, Carrie, I know a lot about you, and I'm really grateful for the way that you lead your company. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So, which way are you leaning? Oh, okay. So then I'm going to tell you two stories. So basically, also this is kind of cool because our podcast is watermelon seeds, and these are a few seeds that are going to lead to the eventual watermelon of like where I go, and like in six years I'll look back and be like, the out comes the watermelon. <laughs> That whole grad school experience was like the the emotions. No, thank you. Anyways, so one of the stories is I was at Crew, and this girl, Annika, shout out to you, was like looking at me, and she literally looked at me. She knows me sort of well, but not not really. I would barely knows me, and she looks at me and she goes, Ellie, you should go to Texas. She says I have a feeling like you should really go to Texas. She's like, I just feel like God's going to be with you no matter where you are. And if you have a desire for a special place, why not go? She's like, I always go with the safe option, but you should go on an adventure. And I was like, really? I was shocked. So that's one story. 
second story, the next night, there was this girl named Whitney, <laughs> <laughs> which is me. I was Whitney at the job at Waitress Hat. I just changed my name for the day. And I was Whitney. And I was serving this table that had my old professor. And they know that I'm Ellie. So now I'm Ellie again. <laughs> it's so confusing for the audience. <laughs> Basically, this professor of five, this table of five professors I was waitressing for. And one of them was my professor. And they were like, oh, what are you doing after graduation? And they tell us. And I was telling them about my school options. I told them, like, oh, well, one of them I have money at and one of them I don't. And, I mean, the one, money one's in Milwaukee. And they, all five, pretty much in unison, go, go to Milwaukee. Literally. They were like, you have to go to Milwaukee. Like, go where the money is. Like, it'll be such a valuable experience. It's worth it. You don't want to be sitting here paying for your master's for 10 years. Like, it's not worth it. And so, basically... Two nights in the same week, I had very vivid people telling me what to do. <laughs> so what am I leaning towards? <laughs> that was your question. Which out of those two uh, responses that you got, which one made you like, oh, like, yes, like, I'm so glad you said that. And which one was like, oh, like, I don't really want to hear that. Whoa, that's a good question. That's hard. Both of them. Um were good to hear like I was like wow like I feel like you know in your heart though one of them you were like oh thank you for saying that I'm so excited and one of them you're like yay yeah 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 you know which one it is yeah I think you should go there then if that's what you think money is just money We'll see. But it's not just that. That's why I brought up the location thing, though, because... To make this clear, we're talking about Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The problem is, like, like think about the best part of my week. What did I say the best part of my week was? A sleepover with my 13-year-old sister. Yeah. If I'm in Texas, that'll happen twice a year. I think if you... I think um, you love the idea of being in Texas and, like, mm-hmm. ha- you would have so much fun there, but I think... Once you're there, I think that you'd miss a lot of things very quickly. Yeah, that's so true. It's kind of like what you were saying earlier about how you idolize, like, the person you really, really want to date. And you've never actually dated them, but you have, like, this, these grand images in your head. But then once you start dating them, you're like, oh, well, you know, that wasn't as great as it was in my head. Like, there were a lot of flaws. I feel like it'll be the same with grad school. Like, I have this image in my head of what going there would be like, but then I would probably get there and miss a lot. And it's a more harmful decision to miss a lot and pay a bunch of money than miss a lot and, like, have a full ride and, like, just deal with it that you're not getting everything you ever wanted, you know? Yeah. Less consequences. Plus, everyone I tell that I'm, like, it's UW Milwaukee, they're like, Milwaukee's, like, the coolest place to live ever. Like, one of my, my biggest mentor, her <laughs> master's was at, like, Mankato or something. Like, at least I'm not going there. <laughs> that's so rude. If anyone's at Mankato, that's probably great, but I just want, like, a city. Yeah. experience more people like that's my experience i don't want to do like whitewater or like online master's program so milwaukee's still better than like any of those options okay yeah now i'm just trashing schools i don't mean that i just mean it for me personally yeah every everybody has everybody a, has a different perspective on it. what is a good fit for them exactly and you're just talking about what is best for you mm-hmm. yeah yeah you've said this multiple times but yes. it is really true <laughs> Um, you are going to make the most of wherever you go. Thanks. And, um, yeah, I think it is going to be a really hard decision, but I know that in the end you're going to make the right decision for you. Thanks. Thank so, you. 
I've been in your shoes. Yeah. Quite too uh, recently. Um, and I'm very glad I'm out of your shoes. I can pass that weight over to you. But you are going to make the right decision. And I'm so proud of you for thinking so diligently and wisely about what you're going to do. Thank it's a big you. deal. It is big. And deal. you're not taking it lightly. Thanks. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Nice. That was so, a good little brief update of yeah. the decision making process. So are you leaning? So now Now I, I feel like I'm leaning towards What? Really? I don't know. Check Dang. back tomorrow. <laughs> what coming into walking into the digital studio today, were you leaning towards Texas? Yeah? Yeah. And now sitting here, you're leaning towards Milwaukee? Honestly, yeah. Really? But it'll change, like, again, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, this is what we're going to do now. Yeah. Two best things about going to Texas, two worst things about going to Texas. Okay. Best things, big program, and tons of peers, Tons of research opportunities. Um, it's also in the South, so I'd be able to like use my Spanish more. Um, I think the degree is a little bit more accredited, just to put on like your resume, you know. The second thing is reconnecting with Texas friends would be like such joy. For the Sockwell family, if you're listening, Brooke, you're my bestie. I love you so much. And her little sister, Macy, mm-hmm. who's also adopted, is like so sweet and like their family is the best and... That'd be so fun. <clears throat> and worst things, um, it's very uncertain. So I would go there and pay for the first semester and then be kind of going semester to semester looking for scholarships. It would be like um, a harder fight to make sure it stays affordable. Not saying it's impossible, but it, it's just super uncertain and very far from family. And no snow or fall. I don't know why I think I'm going to love it so much. Like I'm going to miss that a lot too. I love winter and I love fall. I have a follow-up. Oh, yes. Do the positives of Texas outweigh the negatives? I'm not sure. Really? Probably not. Really? Well, because think about it. Like, all the things about, like, the resume and all that, like, those things. Yeah. Or, like, having a big program. Just like with Eau Claire. This is, like, a medium to small size school, and I was still able to get research experience, fellowships, like, match with the professors that helped me, you know. I would do all those things in yeah. Milwaukee. And the second thing, reconnecting with friends. That's not a reason to leave your family. <laughs> like, I, could, I can just go visit for a weekend, I'm sure. Yeah. Or maybe I'll just live there hmm. some other time. Oh, that's the other thing. I was talking to Kaylee today, and she was like, um, actually, I don't know who I was talking to, but someone told me, just because you have it in your head that this is the time to live in Texas, doesn't mean you can't ever live in Texas again. You're literally 20. One. <laughs> I'm 21. Um, but, like, just because it's easy to think of living in Texas right now, like, maybe in 10 years something will happen where it just makes a lot of sense to go there. Yeah. So. And, I mean, like, um, coming out of grad school, that will be a great time to pivot as well. Like, you true. won't have a job yet, and mm-hmm. you, you can be open to anything that at that true. point. But you... Don't let anyone tell you what to do. You obviously are going to make the the decision for yourself. So, If you really want to, listeners, you should DM the Watermelon Seeds Instagram or my Instagram telling me which school I should go to. Yeah. (laughs) I'll actually take it into consideration. I'm serious. (laughs) 
Thank you. Or text me. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that we want to do is do like a Q&A for a podcast episode. So if you have questions that you want us to answer about anything, about relationships or about people or about Jesus or about anything, I feel like that's kind of the themes of our podcast though. So um, that's why I say those things. But if you want questions, us to answer any questions we're going to do a q a probably in a couple weeks um so we have time to like get questions in uh but just dm us like mm -hmm. ellie said she wants advice on where to go we also want you to submit questions for us to answer for a podcast in the future yes please yep all right um is there anything else you want to talk about should we Do you want to do like one little watermelon seed of someone who will never be on here? Yeah, sure. Okay. So now we're going to go into um, a new segment on the Watermelon Seeds podcast. Ooh. Um, we are going to talk about someone who will never get the chance to be on the Watermelon Seeds podcast, but we want to relay um, a story from their life on the podcast to share with you and highlight someone special yeah so ellie take away take it away all right so this person is very special to me her name is miss doris and she is about 95 years old i believe 96 maybe and she was my first piano teacher mm -hmm. yeah i was a little fourth grader and my parents let me start doing wait yeah i think i was a fourth grader yeah my parents let me do piano lessons. No, I must have been like fifth. Whatever. Yeah, fifth, 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 for sure. And so I would go to her house once a week, and I think I had 20-minute lessons or something. It was like short. It was like 20 really? to 30 minutes. Yeah. Maybe 40, Dang. but it was like not an hour. And um, the first thing she ever had me do was take my fingers and put them together. All 10 fingers, like, match your five with your five. Yeah. And I would have to number them, one, two, three, four, five. And she would tell me, three, and I'd lift my third finger, one, lift my first fingers. And um, she also traced my hand on a piano book because she said, like, by the time you're done with piano lessons, your hand's going to grow. And so my first piano book has, like, my little baby Ellie hands, like, really? traced. Uh -huh. And every year I would get to, like, see how much my hand had grown because I couldn't even reach an octave, which if you're listening in the music people, you know what an octave is. It's, like, a pretty much from your thumb to your pinky on Can the Can I piano. reach an octave? Oh, I'm sure. You could probably do, like, ten notes. Really? Octave is eight, yeah. So, anyways, um, so yes, what else about her? She was the sweetest old lady. She had a cat. Mm. She was from California. She her she was widowed. She loved gardening. She had a fig tree, and she would always give me and my family figs, which we just did not like at all. They were so yucky. Mm. <laughs> like some sort of like old person fruit. I honestly don't even know what a fig is. Do you know what a fig Have is? Have you ever had a fig Newton? No. Really? Oh, wait, is that like those granola bar candy things? Yeah. Yes. Uh, those are good. Yeah. I don't even know if I remember what they taste like, but figs are weird. But yeah. she would give them to us because she gardened them, and it was so sweet. And her house also had kind of a weird smell. Really? <laughs> yeah, like old people smell, you know? Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. And she also didn't really teach piano, like, super well. I mean, she did, but she just taught me kind of, like, songs from an old hymnal. <laughs> and then, like, these piano books, she would go through page by page, and I would get stickers when I did the song well. Nice. I had to get three stickers before I could be done playing that song. 
So every page of my book has three stickers on it because I wouldn't get to go to the next page. And, yeah, she was just a really sweet, kind lady. And she also was very passionate about sharing the gospel with people. So some of her piano lesson students that didn't know Jesus, like, she would have them, like, learn Christmas songs or Easter songs and kind of, like, talk to them about God. And she would always tell us stories about them. And she was very sweet. And she's currently in the hospital. Yeah, we she's not doing very good today. She said that she's been trying to speak, but she's very soft-spoken and kind of weak. And yeah, it's definitely like towards the end of her life. But she knows Jesus, and she's with the nursing home lady right now. What are those people called? Hospice nurses? I don't know. Yeah. So she's being taken care of, and yes, we love her so much. But that's a little story of Miss Doris's life. Such a sweetie. Yeah, we love yeah. Miss Doris. Mm-hmm. Like my Texas grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you have anyone in your life that has been influential that you feel like you want to share their watermelon seed? Nope. Okay. Then Miss Doris. Oh, her last name's Clay. Doris Clay. She's the highlight of this episode, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Can we pray for her? Yes. Let's pray for her. Nice. And, and then, then you pray for her and then I'm going to pray for you. Okay. That's so nice. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. <clears throat> Dear God, thank you so much for Miss Doris, and thank you for gifting her with being able to play piano and being able to teach students how to play. And I just pray for her right now as she nears kind of the end of her life on earth. Lord, I pray that you'll be with her, help her to be comfortable and not in pain. And I pray for her roommate, Miss Harriet, who's in her 70s, I think, um, that she'll be not sad and that she'll be have people around her that comfort her and take care of her. And we just thank you for that. I also thank you for Joseph, and we celebrate the job opportunity he has. Lord, we pray that as he steps into a really big man job, that he will grow and learn so much, um, but not beyond what you expect of him. And I pray that he will honor you in each step of this process, starting with week one of being an intern tomorrow. <laughs> just pray that you'll be with him and help him and his team to um, work together to glorify you and do the best of their abilities in this job. Dear Lord, I pray for Ellie as she continues to wrestle with uh, where to go to grad school. I just pray that she, uh, before anything else, consults you and asks for your advice in that. And I pray that she is able to uh, diligently and wisely come to a decision that um, honors you and is one that she feels 100% confident in. I just pray that you put people in her life and put um, the things in her life that are necessarily necessary to help her to come to that decision. And I pray wherever she ends up, no matter what happens, that you meet her there and that she is able to honor and glorify you in that town and that city. And I just pray that where she does end up, she is able to blossom and be the best version of herself. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Nice. All right. That's all we got for today. Thanks for listening. And at the end of this, speaking of uh, the piano teacher and being in the uh, digital studio for a while, we are going to attach... Um, something ellie and i recorded at the end of this wow maybe just a little bit of it i don't know we'll see how long but it's the instrumental for this is how i think the lord yeah which is very fitting because we're thanking god for your job 
for Miss Doris and for my decision making. Yeah. Well, always thanking God. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, make sure to send us questions, leave us a review, uh, give Ellie advice on her where to go to grad school, and have a great week. Um, yeah. You ready? Bye, Bye everybody. everybody. Have a good week. <laughs>